0: Jess and Ducko. I mean, you'd be under a huge rock if you didn't realise, you know, T Swizzle was in town. I feel like I've never seen, certainly in my lifetime, I've never seen anything as big as Taylor Swift and her impact on the world.
1: Agreed. I have seen fans go crazy for the superstar they love. But what's happening with the Swifties and even the wider population is unlike anything. As you said, I, I, I've certainly seen on social media, in the media, in in real life,
0: and I feel like it's blowing up more in the last couple of years, and more and more people have jumped on.
1: Yes, because it's one thing for just Instagram and TikTok to blow up about it, but we're seeing articles, hard hitting journalists mm. talk about it in the Financial Review, in the Daily Telegraph. It's things, crazy, like in all the you know national papers and things that you wouldn't think. Would cover it People are referring to Like the Beatles Pandemonium Back in the 60s Yeah um, Kate Patterson Is a PhD candidate In in the music industry Kate Good morning to you Good morning it's, Thanks for having me It's one thing to call you A PhD candidate babe But I think the first thing I should have said Is die hard Swifty <laughs>
2: Of course. Of course. course. I'm what they call an ACA fan, so an academic who is also a fan. Okay. It's been a big week. We're learning already. (laughs)
0: Huge week.
2: What Can you
1: you give us, uh, what the hell's going on?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Great question. I think that's the question everybody has been trying to figure out over the last six months in particular. And I think... As you said, it's so unique, I think, for not only a superstar to come here and have all the fans and a frenzy, but if you had seen Melbourne over the last weekend, I mean the train stations said welcome Swifties. The everyone in the streets had, you know, outfits you could buy, friendship bracelets, all the announcements on public transport, like the entire city was completely transformed, which, as you said, I just don't think we see normally Mm. when uh, a pop star comes here. And I think partly it's just because at the moment, Taylor Swift is just everywhere. Like you said, the financial review, the amount of money she's bringing into the economy. And I think a lot of it does come down to the sort of ongoing relationship she has had with her fans in her ability to not only keep the fans that she's had right from the beginning when she was a country music star, but over the last few years in particular, she's also kind of accumulated a whole lot of new fans. And I think... Yeah, it's just we've got this hype and just complete uh, mania for her, which I think has been incredible to see, but definitely something that's been super interesting to study.
0: I don't want to use the term culty, Kate, but it, it almost it feel <laughs> it feels a bit that way, right? Like, and it feels like more it people. It does will...
2: feel like she's the
1: messiah. It, it does. And will, like, no matter what, will no matter to what, the the what
0: she does, good, bad, ugly, and I'm not saying it's ever bad or. But what, no matter mm-hmm. what she does, people absolutely froth it and will come for it. Is there like a formula that she has that we're just not seeing? Is there a secret? Secret code, like I just can't fathom it.
2: Yeah, I mean, there is actually um, some people who do research around like celebrity and sort of kind of parallels to religion, which is super interesting. Not my area, but definitely something worth um, sort of looking into. But I think it is. I think when a lot of people come together and have this sort of shared passion for one thing, not only do you have obviously the love for Taylor and the music, but you also get a really nice sense of community. And I think that's sometimes the thing that. Gets forgotten a little bit when we talk about someone like Taylor is that, of course, people are excited for what she's doing. But when you've got somebody who unites such a broad range of people and can sort of facilitate, whether it's through the friendship bracelet trading or just through talking about her coming here. You know, the tailor-gating we saw on the weekend of just hundreds and thousands of people sitting outside with picnic rugs wanting to listen. I think that that's something really special as well that I think, aside from the music and aside from the kind of celebrity aspect, has been, um, yeah, really great to see. And I think something that has meant so many people have wanted to get involved in a way that maybe they haven't with other. Um, you know, other celebrities coming here and performing. Yeah, Kate, it's so
1: interesting to me as well how much hate she cops when really all she likes to do is put pen to paper, talk about her personal experience, and and look, she's become a very, very wealthy woman, very successful woman off Mm. of it, but how many detractors she has as well. Do you think that side feeds into the...
2: Mm, The passion of Mm. her fans
1: as well because it's almost like they have to counteract those ridiculous, particularly American conspiracies where it's like she's working for Biden or she's she's an – even I've I've seen headlines about, you know, she's the devil reading. She runs the Illuminati. She runs the Illuminati. Does that side of it also fuel the passion and love side?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think people forget sometimes that there was a time not so long ago after, you know – all the Kanye and Kim drama where a lot of people just didn't like Taylor Swift. And I think if you're a Swiftie, you still are scarred by that experience of really, you know, wanting to uh, not obviously have that happen again. But I think the other thing is, is that, you know, as a society, unfortunately, we are kind of quite dismissive of things that a lot of female or women or sort of, um, you know, a broader, diverse range of people seem to like. And for a lot of people, that's, you know, pop music compared to, say, like, or rock music, which are kind of more male-dominated areas. And so I think it's been really nice over the past year to have this real kind of moment of girlhood with Barbie, with the Matildas, with Taylor Swift. Like, we're having this real nice moment where we are really celebrating things that um, a lot of young people and young women especially are interested in. And I think because of that, a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't want to be shamed for being a Swiftie. Like, this is my time. Mm. Like, I'm going to scream really loudly. I'm going to get involved. And I think... It's been really nice to see um, a lot of people embrace that. Obviously, there's still a lot of hate. There's still a lot of negative people going, oh, my God, if I hear about Taylor Swift one more time, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> <Yeah, I'm> going <laughs> something.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think because of that too, because there's just so much interest, of course. For some people, it's overhyped. They're just sick of it. They They don't want anything to do with it. But I think it's a credit to how powerful she is that people are, you know, either complaining or talking about what she's doing because she is just wielding so much interest and power right now that you really just can't ignore her. Mm. Yeah,
0: it's like I saw an article about at her concert, you can have dads with Swifty shirts, you can have girls dressed as like cats, and then you can have (laughs) other girls dressed in glitter. And they all (laughs) are different, but they all make sense. Yes. And that just sums up Taylor Swift, right?
2: Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, you've got little kids coming along, You've got, yeah, men screaming at the top of their lungs, which I love as well. I think, you know, it's so wonderful just bringing so many different people together. And so, yeah, I'm all for it. I think why should we dismiss something that's making so many people happy? Don't I
0: yuck people's yums, you know?
2: Amen. I, like, even yep, after
0: seeing the exactly. Melbourne show, I wanted to go. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, man, I want to be there. I just want to get swept <laughs> up in it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The MCG is just incredible. Like, to have 96,000 people all singing along is, um, you know, I think it was pretty special for her, but definitely in the audience. I think everybody was just loving it. What, so, what was um, the
1: what was the highlight for you, Kate, for uh, the Sydney audiences who are expecting it this weekend? What was the highlight?
2: Ooh, I mean, I think a lot of people get around the reputation set because it's just so much fun. It's mm-hmm. just so, such high energy. Um, but, look, I think the surprise song is always a highlight. We got um, You're Losing Me, which is a track that she's never sung before and so that was pretty Ooh. exciting. Um but the whole thing's fantastic. Make sure you wear comfortable shoes because you'll be up for three and a half hours. Yeah. So Good do not want to be <laughs> stumbling tip. home.
0: Well uh Kate Patterson got a PhD uh candidate in music industry. Thanks so much for coming on and shedding some light on this and explaining a little bit more in detail and um you know we'll enjoy the shows this weekend.
2: Yeah always happy to talk about tail Fit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Kate. Thanks.
1: That was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is him.
2: The McNugget buddies are back at Macca's. Get yours in the limited edition Kerwin Frostbox.